Welcome to Awakening Matters. Welcome to Awakening Matters. My name is Cynthia, and I am your host tonight. I thank you so much, all of you who send me emails and texts and visit my website and just share with me your thoughts. They are so appreciated. They are taken to heart, and um, I send you blessings. So Awakening Matters is very much about a stream of consciousness and connection to everything that is awakening. And your awakening point is very much dependent upon you, where you are at in your journey. But I will be touching, I never actually know what I'm going to be um, talking about Um, any show. I do not prepare and I allow just what the present moment and being fully with it in the present moment to offer what is in alignment to all whom have gathered. And so tonight, um, I'm going to be touching on more than one subject. And I know last show I was talking about forgiveness and healing and we'll be touching on that um, if not this show, the the next show. But what I will say is awakening does matter, and that's in part why we are all here, is to awaken. Um, and awaken to what? A lot of people could be asking themselves, well, what do you mean, awaken to what? Awaken to love. And does that mean with another person? No, it means that, let me put it in a different context. When... Well, many of us, if we have the focus and ability, we will go on vacation and we want to go visit sacred sites. And we want to go visit these sacred sites all around the world because we feel something when we're there, or the hope is that we will. We will feel the sacredness of an event that either occurred in a location or we will feel the sacredness of ourselves being in that location and maybe the awe and all the feelings of people before that have moved through that sacred location is what you're also taking in. But I would invite you for just a moment and hopefully longer than that for you to really consider the fact, and I am purposely calling it a fact, that you, as a human being, are sacred. How many times do we seek something outside of ourselves in order to know or to touch or to hope or to dream that we can become that? And what if I was to say to you that all of the beauty, the nature, the animal kingdom, loved ones that are in a loving space, um, friends or people that inspire other people, whether it's radio, television, or any other media, what if I was to tell you that all of that beauty is to be a mirror to you of what exists within you, that you are a sacred being? And how do I know that? I know that for many reasons, but let me just first say that 
your cells in your body have a consciousness. They don't come into the body questioning whether it's okay for them to be there. They don't come into the body questioning whether one organ or another cell over there likes them. They don't come into the body questioning whether it is a popularity contest. They come into the body with a knowing. How do I know this? I was in the embryo. I'm a twin, and I was in the embryo watching my twin form and in the embryo without eyes yet, but the consciousness to see, to feel, and to experience a deep knowing that everything that was transpiring, manifesting in the flow and in the beauty of it, there were no questions whatsoever. And had there been questions, there were only answers to be found. And I say this for one reason. You are a sacred being comprised of trillions of cells that have a knowing about you even when you have forgotten. And that is that you are sacred. And it is a knowing. It is not a question. It's not a hope. It is a knowing all the way through. If you could go to a temple or if you could go to the ocean, if you could go to whatever for you in particular speaks, if it's Machu Picchu, Peru, if it's Mount Shasta, California, whatever and wherever, it speaks to you that you might consider yourself as sacred when entering that space and then when in that space, I invite you to consider that that space itself is recognizing the sacred in you. And what you are feeling is a collaboration, a choreography of love so deep that words can't even touch it. It is so love-based and so sacred in its knowing that when you walk into a sacred space, why is there, why sometimes, maybe not always, is there an immediate healing? Why are there at times a clarity of mind or an ability to leave there and not discard the sacred feeling, but carry it with you throughout the rest of your life as it changes and it grows and it changes form. And so what I say to you is you are drawn to sacred spaces, places, or inspirational stories, or conversations that give you hope and strength and help you to believe in yourself not only, and I'm going to get to the humanity part of it, not only because the sacredness in all that surrounds us reminds us, or I'm reminding you now, if it resonates, if it doesn't throw it out, if it does make it your own, I'm reminding you now that whatever you look at as sacred, you have brought your present attention and the moment of that attention on that which you are looking at 
And if you are feeling the sacredness, it is because you are allowing yourself to release the sacredness within you in a way, it's already there, but releasing it means you are allowing yourself to feel the possibility or the very reality that you are very sacred. Now, in our humanity, do sometimes we grow up being told we're sacred? Maybe this lifetime around, you did. You grew up and you were reminded every day that you were loved, that you were sacred, that you were a gift, that you were celebrated. And maybe in this lifetime, there are other experiences of people who never heard it once and experience the complete opposite of that. That's why I'm here. I'm here to say to celebrate those who know it, and I invite you to spread the wealth of emotion, clarity of mind, and the symmetry of electromagnetic fields of your aura to spread that truth of your sacredness and of other sacredness wherever you go. Make someone smile. Why? Because you are forced? No, make someone smile because if you know that you are sacred, you are dwelling from a place of fullness. And so you can assist those who have maybe forgotten, or maybe it's not their lifetime to remember. But either way, I say, share it. Make it your own. Now, for those who have had a very difficult life and absolutely do not feel sacred, I invite you to very much focus your energy of fullness on that consciousness. Why? To create balance. Are you going to do that for others? No. Within you, if you are to pray to focus on, to think about, to contemplate, to negotiate energy, and to focus on giving to another from a place of fullness, what you end up doing is first filling yourself up. You fill yourself up in the desire to assist others. That energy and that capacity and capability fills you up in order that you may reach another, focus on others. So let's even break it down more in our humanity. Sometimes it feels really good to help others. Um, And people really strive to help others. Not all people, but some people really feel an authentic good feeling when they are helping others or enlightening others or um, helping to heal others or just to be with them in their silence and in their tears and most importantly, not judging others. Um, And then there are other people who are so exhausted and on zero that they may even want to be able to be that or do that, but they're so focused on fixing the issues of their life or they're in a depression or they're in anxiety or they're in chaos 
whatever their experience is without judgment, they're not able to reach beyond themselves. And so I say to you, if you can, then focus on expanding that energy and offering it everywhere, everywhere, and most certainly to Mother Earth, most certainly. So let's get back to the sacredness. So everything I just said is sacred. So sacred to some is in a building, in a church. Some people's sacredness is in lovemaking. Some people's sacredness is in communication, connection. Whatever your sacredness is, and there's much more that I didn't mention that people find sacred, please know that when you are done with that experience, when you have left that building, that sacredness that you feel um, or forgiveness that you have asked for or the love that you have received leaves with you, inside you. It doesn't stay until you return to it. It leaves with you, inside you. But what often happens is the mental body immediately starts checking off, for many, not all, um, check marks on, okay, I did that, now I have to do this, 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 and this. So I invite you to include more in your day or evening the experience of the sacredness you experienced, whether it was through a person, a song, um, again, uh, a sacred gathering that you, how many times can I say sacred? Somebody actually counted that in another show with a different word and they sent me an email with the number and a big smiley face laughing and I loved it. So thank you. Um, but so... It leaves with you. If you had a feeling of elation, it, you do not have to discard it. You can take it with you. And later on, let's say life is life for you, and you don't have the ability to leave that, um, let's find another word, awakened experience, and to take it with you into the next five things you need to do for that day. That's Okay. At the end of the day, go back to that moment where you feel you felt awakened and connected and start breathing it in. Start breathing it in. Why? Because your cells have forgotten? No, they live there. They live there. But when you join them there, there is a symmetry of healing and an expansion and a sense of peace that must be experienced to be understood. But it is a surrender and an experience of, well, I'll put it this way, an experience of totality in a way that you could not stop. Let's say you never stop trying to achieve whatever it is you're focused on for the entire rest of your life and still be trying to achieve that quote-unquote feeling when in actuality, the feeling I am talking about that takes you higher and beyond doing is in regards to just being. Now, for those who know me, I'm very much into doing, and there's no, well, no, there are many better feelings, but there's a really good feeling when you accomplish something and you do it and it feels 
good. But when you do it and it feels good, but you don't forget that you are in, you are a sacred being in the process of doing or being, that energy simply expands. It does not leave you. And so I say to you that the next time you are wanting a vacation, the next time you are wanting to travel to a place that you've heard moves you, transforms you, and heals you, absolutely get those tickets and go. But while you're waiting for that date to come, to appear, to um, embark on your adventure, know that within you is a sacred temple, that you are a awakened being, maybe not on a mental or emotional level, but you certainly are on a cellular level. And I go back to when I was in the embryo and I could see without eyes and I could feel and I had a knowing of what was transpiring. Now, was that my humanity or my physicality? No, that was my soul and my spirit and love communicating without words with that moment and experiencing it. And that has never left me. And then I had many, 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 many more experiences throughout my life just to validate that which I'm telling you. And I will never share anything with you on in Awakening Matters that I haven't awakened to, that I haven't come to fully embrace and know. I Let me share some other experiences with you that were very, very validating. So um, near-death experiences where I left my body and then I came back. i got to share with you, and I don't remember. Forgive me, but it's really good, so don't put the phone down. If you already heard this, just be there again because it's that good. But when I left my body, we're talking about the body. We're talking about the cells. We're talking about... um, we meaning myself and my council of light beings of the Most High, that being in a state of clarity isn't always available. However, one of the experiences I had, I'll never forget, I had a uh, death experience where I left my body and I was floating upward and upward and upward. And when I looked down at my body, the body that carries you, through all your experiences, the gratitude I felt and the love I felt looking down at this small body of work looked very small because the higher I got, the smaller the space created the illusion of how small it was. But I remember just being filled with so much love and gratitude. I mean, there aren't, en- there, there aren't enough words to describe what I felt for that form that was carrying me around to have these experiences and how sacred and beautiful and incredible, regardless of what it looked like, et cetera. My gosh, we spend in our humanity so much time trying to look like, sound like, feel like, Etc. That person over there, that person over there, society over there. If you were to start considering the 
sacredness of your being, that each cell is working in its highest and most grandest version to create, co-create with your soul and everything else involved the best and most incredible experience for you as well as for your cells. Your cells have a consciousness and they certainly have a knowing and they're always striving to um, clean up the mess. (laughs) Whether it's a meal from earlier or, you know, something else, even if it's an illness, the cells are always striving to restore themselves back to their normal, which is your highest and grandest version of you. And so you see, you do have within you this infinite wisdom of knowing, this infinite wisdom of loving yourself. How? How do I say that? How do I know? Because you're here in body and your cells are loving themselves and you constantly at all times striving to return to normal if they're not in normal. And when they're in, quote, unquote, your normal, they're striving to their grandest and greatest version of themselves. And so I say that to you because if you are lonely, if you don't feel seen, if you don't feel heard, if you don't feel um, supported, if you don't feel like there's community rallying for you and um, on your side, etc. When you start considering that you are a sacred being and that everything in the entire universe is working for you and with you and striving for you to know how loved you are beyond the human consciousness, which the universal consciousness is so much bigger, um, which, of course, humanity's consciousness is a part of, but we're talking about the expansion beyond expansion. And so I say to you, when you start to figure that out and to have that experience, um, a sense of peace and lightness of being comes over you that you may have forgotten or that you weren't paying attention to or that your life really didn't afford you the daily experience of that knowing. In fact, many people have a life experience that not only does not afford them that um, knowing, but it feels too vulnerable to be in a state of openness and strive to achieve, but I say this to you, the vulnerability of knowing that you are connected to a sacred love that carries you through this life and never leaves you and is always with you, um, whether that is your spirit guides, whether that is Jesus, whether that is um whatever counsel or teacher or master in the world that you feel loved and supported in, whoever that being is, you're attracted to their, if they're still here, you're attracted to their light and their interaction with you. If they're not, their legacy lives on and you're attracted to their legacy 
And that is for another reason, as well as the obvious, which is you're empowered by what they're saying to you. But the other reason is they live on. So masters, teachers, guides, etc., healers, they live on far beyond the death of the body. So don't think for a second that you're teacher, your the master teachers that you look to or that you read about or that you pray to or that you heal from are not standing right there with you. And if that freaks you out, then I say to you that they are not focusing on you from a place of such a timeless, ageless love that you might not on a mental level be able to go, oh, that would be great, yes, but your cells and your body and your organs and your bloodstream and your oxygen, et cetera, go, yes, please, and thank you, and more, thank you, yes, thank you. I know because I've witnessed it, not only in myself but others. I'm a healer, and when I do healings long distance or in person, I absolutely go to the sacredness that resonates with me, and I immediately, upon looking at the cells of the person I'm working with, um, those cells immediately realign. They're calibrated. They go from distorted to whole um, without a word spoken. So it's truly extraordinary to experience that in my own body of work, let alone others. So if I say to you that the greatest teacher and healer that has ever existed and has to have existed even before humanity existed is the vibrational frequency of love. And I don't mean love that you give or you take away or relationship love. I'm talking about love between Mother Nature, the Mother Earth, the Earth Plane, the sky, the um, the seasons, a blade of grass in regards to a tree that that blade of grass is growing under. There is a language and a communication of so much love, and it is so much bigger than the love that we deal with in relationships. It can be that big in relationships, but even before humanity arrived to witness, there was already that exchange and mirroring and love and appreciation happening from one form to another to another to another. Um, So I'm going to go back to when I was saying that sometimes to fully approach striving for a goal and to take your eyes off that goal and to be thinking, well, oh, I'm so sacred, so I don't need to achieve that goal. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm saying that whatever you want to achieve, go for it. But please. Invite yourself, if it resonates, to not tell yourself, if I achieve this, then I am sacred, then I am good, then my life is good, etc. 
that as you are in the process of it, I want to achieve this because it will only represent me greater. It will help me to expand. It will assist me. It will empower me because you're here, after all, to have experiences. But you do not need to discard the fact that you are already whole and complete on a cellular consciousness soul level. What if I were to tell you, which I'm going (laughs) to, I love to laugh um, and laugh at myself quite often, actually. But what if I were to tell you that you just arriving here in your physical body for whatever lifetime this number is for you was the achievement and the success and the celebration? What if just arriving here was like, yes, I made it. I'm in physical form. I'm going to go touch the grass. I'm going to go hug a tree. I'm going to go make somebody else's life better. I'm going to go help here. I'm going to go do that there. But what if for just a moment you were to contemplate that one breath in your body is worth a million lifetimes? A million lifetimes that we take so for granted, those of us who are breathing easily and there's no thought to it, what it takes for that breath in the body to occur and how sacred and what a gift and how incredible we are as beings and that just being may... Oh, this is going to bum people out if I say that. (laughs) Now I have to say it. I was going to say, what if I say to people, what if just getting here and being here was the crescendo? Then it's like, what? No, no, no. The crescendo only of your ability to celebrate and find joy. As an example to you, um, I, when I was, gosh, a toddler wearing a diaper and a onesie, I was, I have one memory only of this. Um, I don't have any pictures or anything from my childhood, but I remember so clearly walking down the sidewalk in front of my home and, well, let's just say, I, it looked like I was drunk walking, you know, a toddler like like waving her arms and kind of like, whoa, I'm going to the left. No, I'm going to the right. No, I'm going straight ahead. Oh, wait, I think I might fall backwards, that kind of thing. Um, but I kept going. And all you see, um, I think there was a, this was a video and pictures of what I got to see. I never forgot it. But all you see is this toddler in a diaper and a onesie. You see the back of her. and. She is so excited. My hands in this video started flailing back and forth, this baby on the sidewalk, and ecstatic, and I lean over and I grab a pine cone that is bigger than the size of my head um, as a baby toddler, and I literally turn around to (laughs) to the camera And my arm goes straight up in the air, and I am ecstatic. 
at this gorgeousness that I'm holding in my hand. And I'm looking at it. I mean, I've never seen so much joy coming from um, a child than in that moment, a toddler, no less. So my point being, yeah, people going, what, you were on the street? Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a, uh, maybe I was trying to get a taxi. <laughs> it wasn't a good childhood, so maybe I was just enjoying the few moments I had. But um, my point is, no, I'm not by any means saying as an adult, you need to pick up a pine cone and just celebrate it completely. I mean, if you do, I totally would say to you, oh my God, that moment of celebration, whether it's a pine cone or a contract, or you just gave birth, or you healed yourself, or you just found out you're, you don't have cancer, or you got, I mean, there are so many endless reasons to celebrate and to be joyful. Um, and as many as there are to feel burdened, absolutely, because as humans, we are all that, and we experience all of that. But what I'm saying to you as an extra anchor within you to hold you and to help you traverse the hard and celebrate the light, the sacredness within you. Now, does somebody else have to see it? In our humanity, we are, you know, so often... We desire to be seen by others. Um, of course we do. We're, we are humans and we want to experience being seen and, and seeing others, etc. But I'll tell you right now that please do not forget that if you want to be seen, go into nature. And if you are seeing nature and you are in awe of it, it is seeing you as well. And most importantly... Don't give up on the concept that to be vulnerable doesn't mean to remember that you're sacred. That's an empowerment. Okay, that's an empowerment. Um, take it from me. You can have entire communities of humanity not just dislike you but hate you and want you off the planet. And bless them. I bless them. I forgive them. I bless them. I hope that that place in the, inside of them that felt so small is now filled with light. And I move forward in my journey with more love than I've ever felt in my entire life. And a sense of peace um, stronger than ever before. And so I say to you that if You've just had a relationship breakup. Those are so incredibly difficult. To remember that you are a being that is in relationship to all things when you are in pain and your heart is broken is very, very difficult. So I say to you, if that is where you are at, I send you so many blessings. And I also send you the hope that on the days in between the release of tears and the uh, healing of your heart, that you can look in the mirror or look outside and 
remember that the entire universe and Mother Nature and everything else besides maybe that relationship is rooting for you and knows that whatever you need, you have access to. That whatever you need in that moment, you have access to. But here's the key. You are the key that unlocks that access because it's an inner access. It's a deep inner access, not an external one. And so I say to you, if your heart is breaking, it is also growing. It is healing. Um, I can hear people cussing at me right now. <laughs> They're like, my heart's breaking. You're talking about a healing? Yes. It's our humanity is all things at one time. Just like when I do readings all over the world, I can see somebody having their one life right now and their experience that they need help with, etc. And then 15 other lifetimes simultaneously happening with them, that's a whole other show, um, at the same time. And sometimes they're reacting to something that's not even happening here, but happening to a tandem life they're intertwined with. So, yeah, that's confusing. But what I will say to you is, in regards to that confusion, it's meant to be confusing. Otherwise, how many in our humanity would go, yeah, not having much fun in this life, going to go focus on that life, I'm out of here. Or, um, yeah, not having so much fun in this life, so I'm going to mess up this other life that's in another century, etc. So the purpose is for it to be Sometimes our lack of access to information on a personal level is there with reason and purpose, meaning one thing only, that you need to be right here where you are in your conscious recognition of it versus running off and, um, well, I mean, you can pretty much do whatever you want, but I would invite you to finish this one before you go mess with that one. Um, I've, yeah, that's a whole other show. In fact, I'll write that down multiple lifetimes at one time. Yeah, it's real. So going back to the sacredness, your ability to, you know, this show is called Awakening Matters, and the host of the show has gone through so many hard times um, that now I bless and I thank those experiences because they were awakening moments for me and brought me full circle to myself. And so I say to you that um, Right now, the world, there's a lot of questions and there's a lot of imbalance and there's a lot of fear. And so I keep bringing it back to the love, not just because I want you to feel good and I just want you to just dwell in love. Wouldn't that be great? No. And I did just change my voice there. So what I would say is like, airy fairy, just let's all go skipping through. No, 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 no. Not talking about that. I'm talking about the science and the vibration of love is evident 
in all forms. If you take a glass of water and you put the word love on it and you take a glass of water and you put the word hate on it, one, well, clearly, the cup of water with love on it is going to thrive, become cleaner and tastier, where the cup of water with hate on it is going to become cloudy and sometimes even darkened. And so the science of love, I mean, why does humanity crave love from another? Um, well, I mean, you can crave love from another because you love another and you want to, you see what's possible and you want to have that experience with that particular person. But also, we crave love from others because there's a desire to feel that in a way that there's a belief that only another person, when you're with another person, will you feel that. Well, here, here's a concept for you to contemplate, if it resonates, if it doesn't throw it out. When you are feeling that high from being in love, it's not that person giving you something that you did not have when they were not there. When you are on a high from being in love, it's because you are allowing the love within you to flow over to you, towards you, and from you. And so I'm not saying you don't need a relationship. I'm a huge believer in relationships of all kinds, friendships, um, uh, love relationships, et cetera, et cetera. However, what I am saying to you is that that great feeling. I had a client recently who experienced exactly what I'm talking about, and he was saying to me that he felt so incredible in the relationship. And when the relationship ended, I mean, we've all had this experience, including me. When the relationship ended, we just felt like all that good feeling went away. And so we did a meditation for that person to connect with the love that they were feeling when they were in the relationship. And lo and behold, everything that that person was feeling in that relationship resurfaced through him, and he had the awakening of that he didn't lose anything in the relationship, that the relationship, even though it ended, showed him his capacity for love and loving himself. And before we hung up, he was in a full-blown celebration of love within him. And so it took his heartbreak or his feeling of pain and loss, and it cleared it because he realized he didn't lose anything. He gained so much more. Now, would would it be better if the relationship had lasted? Absolutely. Maybe not. And yes to both. (laughs) I'm cracking myself up again. So yes to all of that. And so it depends. What I mean by that is it really depends on your journey, where you're at on your journey. And I will never, ever, 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 ever support anyone staying in an abusive relationship verbally or of any other capacity. That's never right. 
So I'm not saying that. I'm saying if it's a love relationship and um, you both get to the end of that and you're just at a different vibrational frequency and you agree to move on, there doesn't need to be hate instead of love. There can be love with love, a different kind of love in the agreement to celebrate the love that was shared and move on. Now, does that happen? Not very often, no. Um, But the hope is that it can if you experience the knowing that you didn't lose out but that you gained so much. So let's go back to the beginning, and that was when you go to a sacred space and you experience it, you will hopefully, many people feel a a feeling of fullness or a feeling of um, love, self-acceptance, non-judgment, unconditional love, etc. And my point is, you are that. All of that resides within you, or you'd walk into the most sacred space that exists, whatever it means to you and wherever it is, and you feel nothing. If it did not already exist within you, you would walk in and be like, cool, flooring. Okay. Um, And so when you walk in and you feel something, whatever that is, hopefully a feeling of, of, unconditional love, it's because you are allowing yourself to relate to the environment the way the environment is relating to you, and you are allowing yourself to experience a part of you that already exists. And so celebrate yourself. Celebrate your highs and your lows, because I'm here to tell you, um, at the end of your life or towards the end of your life or as you get older, however you want to see it, um, you'll look back as I have and you will understand, I hope, so much and you'll be in such gratitude and you will feel free. You will feel free and you will feel Let's say you can feel free and you can feel as well a sense of lightness of being. Because all of a sudden, all the things that mattered externally, you understand them and you also give yourself what that result would have been that you did not receive. You allow yourself to embody it because you love yourself so completely and fully. And so thank you for joining me tonight as um, awakening matters in many different aspects. And may you know yourself to be sacred, not based on what you're doing, but just breathing and being. And um, join me in... uh, yeah, two weeks, and we'll talk about parallel lifetimes, how they're happening right now as you're experiencing this lifetime. Um, if you want to check out my website, it's C as in cat, Y, well, my name, Cynthia Sloan, S-L-O-N, the number nine dot com. 
And thank you again for those who are writing to me and connecting with me. And I love that. And my responses to you will continue to flow. And until we meet again, Awakening Matters and You Matter. Much love.